Hey girl, hey, welcome back to TFU Talks the Podcast. I'm a speaker, businesswoman, international mentor, and author. I'm so glad to have you today. You could be listening to anything in the world, but you decide to come listen to your girl for a while. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if it is your first time listening, I definitely do appreciate you. You the bomb, girl. And for all of those that have been continuously supporting me and showing up and listening to every podcast, I definitely want to sincerely thank you. You have no idea how much you inspire me by simply showing up and listening to the podcast. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so very much. I hope and pray that you have had an amazing month of March and that you have marched right on into your purpose without regret, without neglect, and you ain't looking back. (laughs) As you probably know, my month has been crazy busy per the usual. Okay. So to top the month off uh, or to start the month off, I launched my new website and you can definitely go check that out at tiaputalks.com. That's tiaputalks.com. Okay. Also, I did an amazing interview with the prophetess JoLynn Whitaker and you can catch the replay on her YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and type in JoLynn Whitaker and you can pull that up. We did a amazing take on being more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. Also, I took an amazing vacation to Florida. This month, I also booked a cruise that will be popping off in about 80 days. And I got to spend some much needed time at the feet of my grandmother soaking up all of that good wisdom if you know me then you know that I absolutely love my grandma honey love my grandma she lives out of state we don't live in the same state about six hours apart and I was able to go and just really spend some time with her and sit at her feet and soak up all that good good wisdom okay So I did so many things this month. That's not even half of the things that I've done. But those are just some of the highlights of my month. Okay, listen, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, you definitely want to make sure that you do subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform that you are on. So you can be the first. Yes, baby. The first to know when a new episode goes live, when it's fresh and hot and juicy off the press, you want to know. So be sure to subscribe on whatever platform that you are currently listening on. Also, be sure to connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat at Tia Pew Talks. And actually... We are going to be doing an amazing giveaway. So if you are not following me on any of those social media platforms, then you will not know about the giveaway. (laughs) So you want to make sure that you do connect with me on those platforms. Listen, if you would like to sponsor a show or to get more exposure to your business, or you would like to book me for your next speaking event or workshop, do please email us at info at Tia Talks. That's I-N-F-O at Tia Talks.com. All right, let's jump on into this thing. All right, so if you've been rocking me for any amount of time, then you know exactly how we do it. We jump straight on into the topic. We don't play no games. So today's topic is work your taxes. Now you have been working all year for your taxes and it's about time you learn exactly how to make your taxes work for you. So since we're nearing the closing of the tax season, I believe it's April 15th, I figured that I would teach you exactly how to make your taxes work for you. So the very first thing that I want to talk about when it pertains to making your taxes work for you and how you can actually create more money from using your taxes 
is to create a business. Yes, start a business, girl. I'll give you a few ideas as to what you can start a business around. So if you are like a really good writer, then you can start a business doing some ghost writing, which would be simply writing for somebody and they don't necessarily say that you wrote it for them. So it's a kind of behind the scenes job and you can do some copywriting, which is pretty much the same thing as well. You would do the writing for them. So if it's a certain area that they need help writing in, whether it be like a blog or whether it be a certain article or it could be possibly their book, you can do that writing for them and get paid for it. There are a lot of people out here that claim to be authors, but guess what? They didn't even write their book. They actually had someone write it for them. And that's okay because you have to find exactly what works for you. And if getting a copywriter works for you or having a ghostwriter works for you, then go with it. You pay somebody to do that. But let me just tell you, there is a great market for a business such as that because there are a lot of people that, like I said, want to become authors or desire to become authors, but they don't necessarily feel like they have the time to sit down and devote to actually writing a book. Also, if you have been through some life experiences and you know uh, strategic strategies on how to work through that, how to navigate through that, then you could possibly become a life coach. Also, if you're a really good listener, you could become a life coach because you're going to want to listen to the problems of your clients and also give them unbiased feedback and help them make certain decisions in their life and to change things in their life. You can also become a relationship coach. And that's somebody that just specifically works on relationships. So you would help people that are in relationships, stay in relationships, how to make their relationships better. And let me add this, just because your relationship coach does not necessarily mean that you have to be in a relationship. So you could definitely be a relationship coach and not be in a relationship, nor could you have ever been in a relationship. But if you notice that people are always coming to you, asking you for relationship advice and that you give good relationship advice, don't be afraid to own that gift that God has given you. Also, you can be a business coach. So if you have a business or businesses and you've been wildly successful in them, then I'm sure you have some tips, some tricks, some strategies, and you know, some systems, some programs, and different things that you could teach people in regards to business and how to operate a successful business, because you did have to know some stuff to be able to do it. So there are a lot of people out here that want to create businesses and they don't know where to start. They don't know the first thing to do and they need some guidance. So you could definitely be a business coach or you could be a financial coach. I mean, there are so many plethora of kind of coaches that you could be. You could be a fitness coach. You could be a finance coach. You can be so many different coaches, whatever your Uh, expertise is you can be a coach in that you can teach people and help people in that specific area also another business that you could start is a cooking business so you could cater um, for certain events or certain people or certain companies or you could do meal prep a lot of people are into that that has become a really big thing here lately where people pretty much cook their entire meal for the entire week in one day. And all they have to do is just go in the refrigerator and essentially grab that thing when it's time to eat. So they don't have to do any hard planning or hard cooking or getting in the kitchen and sweating and all this other stuff when it comes time to eat because they have everything already planned out and prepped out and basically all they have to do is just pop it in the microwave or something like that so that has become a very very popular market and a popular business I know a few people that have a meal prepping uh, business and they're doing very 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 good and they meal prep for some pretty big names some pretty big names in um, different industries and they have been able to acquire a lot of wealth because of doing just that okay also you can make music and sell music nowadays things aren't as hard as they used to be when it 
comes to like making music and selling music and things like that so you can definitely have an in-home studio a lot of people though well i gotta pay for studio time i have to pay for all of this i have to pay for all that no not really all you have to do is really just get a few pieces of equipment in most cases and you can create your own in-home studio i know people that have in-home studios and their productions and their work sounds just like it would if they went to a you know a thousand dollar an hour studio session so you can do exactly what it is that you want to do if you decide to do it okay so you can use your tax money and you can get the equipment that you need to create music or to create the in-home studio and then you can find a platform that works exactly for you and how you want it to and you can sell your music also you can start a t-shirt line so um some people they do t-shirt lines and they do actually press the t-shirts themselves and they send them out and ship them out and things like that they buy shirts at wholesale and they do that okay and they do very well at that me I own a t-shirt business and I absolutely did not do that. I don't touch any of my shirts. I don't store any inventory. I don't, you know, have any upfront costs or anything of that nature. But I do very well selling t-shirts. Very well selling t-shirts. It's just all about preference and what you want to do. But you can definitely start a t-shirt uh, with zero dollars I mean literally with zero dollars so there is another business that I would like to suggest and that is a cleaning business I know a friend that started a cleaning business and she only uses like organic um, cleaning products and she doesn't use anything with like strong toxins in it so you can definitely start a cleaning business you can make it your own there are a ton of cleaning businesses out there the only thing I would suggest is that you do something unique with your cleaning business like my friend hers is all organic products not with all those toxins in it it's not like deadly gonna kill you gonna take you out you know gonna burn out your nose hairs and things of that nature so so that's definitely another suggestion. You can also start a pet sitting business. So if you have pets or even if you know friends that have pets, um, you can start, you know, pet sitting for them. If they're traveling or going out of town or things like that, then you can, you know, start sitting, sitting their pets or even walking them. You can, you know, take dogs on a walk. Cause I mean, a lot of people have animals and they do not get out and get the exercise that they need. So you, could be one of those people that is willing to give those animals the exercise that they need by taking them on daily walks um I know that I have another friend <laughs> that um she hires a dog sitter and a dog walker whenever she's going out of town so I know like once a week or something like that the dog person comes by and they walk the dog and they take them out and you know things like that and also like when she's going out of town she leaves her dog with that person and that person basically babysits the dog while she's out of town so that can definitely be a very lucrative business because um there are kennels set up where they actually babysit dogs when you're gone out of town and things like that and they charge Ooh, they charge crazy, crazy amounts of money. So if you want to be one of the most reasonable, most affordable, um, you know, dog sitting or dog babysitting or dog walking companies, you definitely can take pride in that because some of the companies are quite expensive to do things like that. Also, you can start a lawn, a lawn maintenance business or, um, a lawn keeping business and what you essentially do is hire a few people and you would have them go around and cut grasses and you don't have to just cut the neighborhood's grasses you can get contracts with 
corporations and you can get con contracts with big businesses and companies. So don't think that just a lawn service is just like something mediocre or it can't be something huge or it has to be something super basic. No, you can go shooting for the stars if you really want to. There is no limits to what it is that you can do in your lawn service if you truly want to okay also um if you know that you knit like nobody in this world then you can definitely start a very lucrative knitting business i knew this girl some years ago she started a knitting business and she was making a ton of money knitting she was creating scarves she was doing hats she was doing gloves she was doing socks i mean she was doing all kinds of stuff she even had gone on to start doing blankets my goodness talk about time consuming but she had even gone on to do blankets and things of that nature and she was bringing in a ton of money on a monthly basis so that's definitely a business that you can start and that definitely has very low overhead but you know you still need to get the yarn you still need to get the utensils or whatever it is that you need to um, perform and get whatever it is that you need to make the actual pieces also you can um, start doing hair so like if you know that you braid honey girl your braids be on fleek your parts be bomb.com then definitely um give it a go give it a try you know start practicing on some people and seeing how it turns out see how they like it is it as cute as you thought it was going to be do you need to keep working i mean somebody everybody has to start somewhere so when you start now yeah it may not be as pretty as it could be but it doesn't mean that it has to be terrible and it doesn't mean that you can't do it and keep practicing and get better so yeah these are just some ideas as far as what businesses you can start with your taxes um, that have pretty low overhead or no low or no overhead whatsoever but there are things that you can um purchase that will really officiate your business and this is what you can really use you know money's monies from your taxes to really do so let me put out this disclaimer that i am not a legal professional um i do not <laughs> offer legal services i don't know anything about legals okay <laughs> so you would definitely want to consult with uh, a legal professional for more information concerning some of these things that i'm about to talk about next which are things that are going to help you officiate your business. So the very first thing that I would do if I were you is I would register my business with my state. You want to let them know that you are collecting monies under X, Y, and Z. So they will know that your assets are your assets in the, and then your company's assets is the company's assets also if you're doing or buying anything in wholesale more than likely you're going to need an ein number and what that essentially is is like your social security number for your business and you can easily just get that off of um the internet and you can go to the irs.gov i believe it is to obtain one i'm not sure don't don't quote me okay <laughs> but you can definitely google it and find out more information also if you have a business name i would definitely go ahead and purchase that domain now do you hear what i'm saying now even if you have a couple of names that you are thinking about for your business i would still go ahead and purchase that domain now i would not wait a second because i'm telling you domains sell and fly off the internet like hot cakes so if you come up with a nice business name then you definitely want to go out there and see if that domain is available before you try to officiate it and go into other legal methods and other legal ways because you might not have a website now but eventually you might want a website and eventually you might need your domain name so 
don't wait until the last minute after you have gone through all of the legal process as far as you know getting your ein number registering your business and you know even trying to llc it you know you want to make sure that that name is available out there on the domain in the internet space so that is the next thing that i wanted to talk about is really officiating your business and making it official so when you first start your business if you're not making a certain amount of money to start out with you can collect money under a sole proprietorship and that's simply meaning that you are the person that's collecting it this one person is collecting the funds now if you want to get an llc then that's when you would start separating your assets from your business's assets which is something that you can do from the jump you don't have to wait until you start making x y and z amount of money to create an LLC, I do recommend that you go ahead and create the LLC right off the bat because even if you don't use that name, you can still create an NDA under that name and you can operate as um, another business name under that business name, okay? Don't ask me all the official legals how, how to do that, this, that, and the other because that's not my area of expertise. I just know you can do it because I've done it, <laughs> okay? But yes so that is one way you can make your taxes work for you this tax season your taxes are not meant to be blown and to be you know just dispersed on crazy stuff okay make sure that you utilize your taxes in a good way in this season if you even still have them lord jesus please let them still have their taxes <laughs> Hopefully they ain't spent the taxes already, Jesus. But as we are coming to this um, ending of the tax season, I really wanted to address that. And this has really been heavy on my heart to talk about this. So I hope and pray that that one tidbit of information has helped you. You know, we got some more coming up. So boom, let's get into it. Hey, sis, hey, listen, if you have not connected with me on social media, what is wrong with you and what are you waiting for? You want to make sure that you do that. Go on over to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat and just type TFP Talks in the search engine and maybe I'm coming up. Come follow me. Join the crew. Join the family. Join and see exactly what I'm up to on a day-to-day basis and what's new. What's coming up next? You want to be a part of it. Come on over, Nasses. Right. So the third way you can make your taxes work for you is to simply by getting a passport. Now, you never know when you may need to flee the country. <laughs> I wish I was playing, but I'm so serious because the way the world is going right now, it's upside down, it's backwards. It is off the chain and quite peculiar to say the least. So you never know when you may need to make a run for it. <laughs> but listen, 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 for real. If you want to leave the country, whether it be for business or pleasure or whatever the case may be, you are going to need a passport. So you want to get things with your taxes that are going to pay off in the end. And a passport is definitely going to help you in a lot of cases when you may need to go somewhere last minute out of the country or anything of that nature. So there are a few things that you are going to absolutely need to obtain a passport. First and foremost, you are going to have to find a post office that has a postal worker that will actually have um, the passport consultation with you and get everything sent off and organized and set up for you to be able to submit your information to get your passport. A lot of people do it by mail, but that is the longest way for you to receive your passport. It will take so long 
do you hear what I'm saying? If you decide to submit it by mail, just like a lot of other things, if you decide to submit it by mail, then you might as well tack on a few more weeks on to the regular time. So normal time to get a passport back is four to six weeks. If you go into a post office and submit your application, four to six weeks. If you want to app expedite it, then it'll be like two to three weeks which is going to obviously be an extra charge for expedited, just like with anything in expedited shipping, it's gonna cost more to get it expedited. But go ahead and get it now before you even plan to go out of the country so that when it does come time for you to go out of the country, you won't have to necessarily worry about it and try to rush it and get everything taken care of then because you never know if it's going to come back the first time. They may send you something in the mail saying, hey, we need more information. You know, there are 1,600 more people with the same exact name as you and we can't exactly find everything pertaining to who you are so we need more information from you so that we can actually get your passport to you so the last thing you want to do is wait until the last minute to try to obtain your passport and then you may not end up be able to do whatever it is that you had planned to do which was maybe go out of the country on a pleasure trip or a business trip okay so go ahead and get it now while you have the funds available. And to be honest, it's not even that much to actually get a passport. But I want to talk about some of the things that you are going to need to be able to obtain a passport. So the very first thing that you are going to need is going to be proof of U.S. citizenship. You are going to need your birth certificate. Now, you are going to need an original copy of your birth certificate. You cannot take them a copy. You cannot take them, um, you know, a photocopy or a made-up copy or a design copy or a photo. You cannot do any of that. It has to be the original copy with the seal on it. And there are many ways that you can obtain one of those if you don't know where yours is at. Um, it was a few years back when I sent out a request. I'm not exactly sure what company I used, but I used one particular company. I know I just Googled it and used the first one that came up to get my birth certificate with the seal on it. I do believe it was like maybe 60 something dollars to get my birth certificate with the seal on it. And it, I think I expedited it too. So that might've been why it was even more. So make sure that you have all of these things together when you decide to get your passport and you create your appointment and things of that nature. The second thing that you are going to need is a government issued ID or driver's license. This is also going to help identify exactly who you are in the US. You are also going to need a color, yes, a color passport photo. Now, some postal offices, they will take your picture for you. You just have to find out when you set up your appointment or if you're going to do a walk-in, what all it is that they offer. So if they don't offer that, you can absolutely go to Walgreens or CVS and go to the photo counter and tell them that you need to get your passport photos and they will give you passport photos. They'll take your picture and give you passport photos. But please be mindful that the passport photo, it has to be a very specific size. And if you go to Walmart, CVS, they know this, that it has to be high quality that it has to have a white background. Also, you cannot wear your glasses in the picture if you wear glasses and you cannot smile showing teeth. So you can show just a natural expression, whether it be straight face or a slight smile. I have a slight smile in my passport photo. I would not show it to anyone in this world, but the people that need it when, <laughs> that need it when <laughs> they need my passport because it is not a cute picture to me, okay? <laughs> but yeah, you can smile, but you are not at all allowed to show any teeth and you are supposed to wear regular daily clothes you are not supposed to have on a uniform you're not supposed to have any head wrappings you're not supposed to have on any hats or anything of that nature they have a very specific how they want it to be you have to face front 
towards the camera. It can be no side or your head tilted, trying to be cute, head down, head up. Has to be straight up facing the camera, head on, eyes open, not your eyes closed. And that's basically all that you need outside of paying the uh, fees to get your passport. And I'm not sure if it varies in different states, but I know my passport was $150. Um, and if you go to a postal office that actually offers to take your picture, then you know it'll probably be $150 plus whatever the fifth uh, the photo charge is. So you want to make sure that you calculate that in and make sure you have your monies ready and prepared when you get there you can pay by money order you can pay by debit card um, or you can pay by cash so make sure that while you have the funds readily available from your taxes that you use it to benefit you in the long run because you never know Somebody might want to take you out of the country. Somebody might want to bless you with a trip. Somebody might want to do something amazing for you. But if you are in position and ready, then you might miss out. Um, I know, for instance, I had a friend that uh, one of her friends told her that they wanted to take her out of the country because it was uh, like a business trip and she could take another person with her. And she was like, I wanted you to come with me, but she didn't have a passport. And so she went ahead and got one, but it was like cutting it extremely close because she had to expedite it. And it was like a trip that was coming up quite quickly when she told her friend so in order to you know eliminate all of that stress and headache just go ahead and get one now while you don't even have um, a plan to go out of the country because you never know when you might need to go out of the country also uh, passports last like 10 years so I mean like 10 years what you know you never know <laughs> you might not need it within the 10 years and you might need it 10 times within the 10 years so it's just better to have it rather than to not have it I mean it's just like car insurance in my eyes hey you need to have that car insurance you don't know if you're gonna get a wreck or not but what when you get in a wreck you cover you good so whenever somebody say hey look let's go up out the country let's do this thing let's do this thing over here a company wants to invite me to speak internationally then boom I can go because I got my passport so don't be left behind and don't miss out on your blessings because you are not prepared sis Hey sis, I want to invite you to join me every Monday morning at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 6 a.m. Mountain Standard Time for a morning manna call. Start your week off on a good note. Start your week off in prayer. Start your week off glorifying the Lord who loves you the most. So, to join that prayer call, all you have to do is text at TP Talks to 81010. Text at TP Talks to 81010, and you'll be added to the VIP text line where you'll get all the information to join the call on Mondays and you'll be able to send in your prayer request. All right, I can't wait to see you on that call. Love you. So the very second thing that I want to talk about as it pertains to making your taxes work for you is simply put, invest in stock. Yes. What is stock? It's a share in the ownership of a company. So it's a very small piece of the company that you are investing in. You can say, well, shoot, I have ownership in Amazon or I have a piece of ownership in Pfizer or I have a piece of ownership in Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is that you are investing in. Now, over a period of time, you have the ability to create a substantial profit with your investment. But this is not something that happens overnight. 
If you invest in stocks with hope of getting rich quick, then you have already set yourself up to fail because that's not exactly how the stock market works. Now, there are some stocks that you can research and you can see that they have done phenomenal over the last 10 years or over the last five years or the last five months, whatever the case may be. And you can go ahead and invest in them and you can almost see an immediate return, but your return your true, true return is not going to be until later down the line. So me personally, I have invested into cannabis, hemp, and CBD oils because those are very popular right now. Those are um, skyrocketing markets right now. Like they're shooting through the roof. And with me investing in them, I have literally been able to see a significant amount of profit on my investment almost immediately because they are doing so well right now because it is so popular it's just like years ago when apple came out a lot of people were buying pieces of apple and buying shares of apple at a very very low cost and over amount of time as apple began to really create more products and to really make more money and to really do well those people that bought in early on they are able to see hundreds of thousands of profit dollars in their investment to this day because that is how the stock market works it grows over a certain period of time it's not going to be an overnight thing but people that bought apple when it first come out well 20 some odd years ago those people are extremely rich now or they can cash out on that and claim their profit and be extremely rich okay i know for a fact that today i checked what i am reaping thus far on some of my investments and right now i'm up 12 percent in some of my portfolios so i'm doing pretty darn good but i have been investing for a while this is not something that just happened within the next uh, last couple of months this is something that has happened over a span of time and also you have to be mindful that it does take time and you have to be mindful that you can also lose money in the stock market so just because you are investing money into something does not mean that you're always going to get a return does not mean that's all going to be gravy it's going to be beautiful roses and sunshine no that's not the case so when you are doing investments and you're making investments you want to make sure that you are investing with money that you are okay you are okay with losing because there is a percent that you could lose there is a possibility that you could lose every last thing that you put in so do not do you hear what i'm saying do not invest with money that you need back immediately because you may not get it back immediately it may be something that has to go through a process as to when you start buying your shares or buying your pieces of the stock market that you own that somebody might not want to buy it it might not get picked up it might not get sold and it might not get sold for what you want it to get sold for you know from one day to the next it could get sold for something different so you want to make sure that it's not money that you it is actually money that you're okay with losing okay so with your taxes some people get back hundreds and thousands of dollars and <laughs> it's money that you have um, definitely worked for but it's also money that you can make work for you. So by putting it into the stock market and if you get some um, advice on exactly where to put it and how to use it within the stock market, you can definitely see an amazing return. Listen, but there are some apps out there that you can start using now that can really help you along the way and teach you just a little bit of the basics of how to invest in stock. So two apps that are going to be definitely for beginners and can definitely help you out a 
whole lot is acorn and stash i use both of them they are really really cool they break things down they make it clear they make it plain for you and i definitely would advise you to use them now if you would like to go ahead and start using them and investing i will be more than happy to give you five dollars to get you started but what you have to do is hit me up on instagram at tfu talks or email me info at tfutalks.com to get the information to get the five dollars okay now there are other apps out there e-trade trade station robin hood trade market trade lane a lot of different things do you hear what i'm saying but those are for the more advanced individuals because those are for trading um and all kind of different stuff like that so acorn and sash they're mainly going to be for you to be putting money in you're going to be able to see portfolios how they've worked over time and out of the two i would definitely have to say that i like stash the most acorn is cool but i would have to say that i like stash the most because within stash i have been able to invest in instagram facebook some cannabis um some hemp some cbds and i have also been able to invest in some um pharmaceutical companies so I would definitely, definitely recommend one of those two if you are a beginner and you're not very um, well-versed in investing in the stock market, give those two a try before you sign up. Definitely do hit me up if you would like to get that $5 before you even download the app. Make sure that you hit me up if you would like to get that $5. And you can find me on Instagram at Talks. Or you can email me, info at tfutalks.com. I'm so thankful that you decided to stop by the podcast today. Don't forget to get your apparel at tfutalks.com. And be sure to send me a picture so I can feature you on my page, girl. Right, the fourth and final thing that I want to talk about as it pertains to making your taxes work for you is to simply create an emergency fund. Now, there are always going to be miscellaneous expenses and unexpected happenings in our life. So it's better to go ahead and be prepared for them when they do happen. So if you're one of those people that gets hundreds of thousands of dollars back on your taxes, then you should be setting aside a certain percentage of that money for emergency funds because you never know when you may have to make emergency exit to leave town when you may have to help someone or come to their rescue or whatever you never know one month you might not make as much as you thought you were going to make or your check might not be as much as you thought it was going to be or you may not even get any money. So then what will you do if that happens? Now, the people um, not too long ago when we were on the government shutdown, I'm sure a lot of them, if they had any money saved up, they probably were hurting when they had money saved up, let alone for those people that did not have any emergency funds set up because they were not getting a check at all. But these are the type of things that you want to be prepared for. And I'm not saying just government workers. I'm saying everybody needs to have an emergency fund and some money that you have set aside that you can go into if things aren't working out the way that you plan for them to. Okay. Just like this month, um, I lost two family members. So those are going to be trips that I have to take to get to funerals and um, hotel accommodations and whatever else it is that I need while I am there for those funerals. So that was not at all expected. That was not at all planned. But due to emergency funds, I was able to 
do that and able to make it and able to attend those funerals. But had I not planned ahead for unexpected expenses, then I would not have been able to be there for my family and be there for the people that I love the most. So you want to make sure that you plan ahead for things such as this. Now, you don't only have to create an emergency fund. There are all kind of other funds that you can create. Another fund that you could create is a vacation fund. Yes, who loves a vacation? Me, me, me. I'm trying to take one every freaking month of the year. Do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> every month I'm going somewhere doing something. So I have to have a specific fund set aside for that, that that money is dedicated directly to my vacation expenses. So whether it be flights, whether it be the accommodations, whether it be adventures, whenever I'm in a particular city, then that's where those funds have to be pulled from. And if I don't have those funds in there or have those funds available, then therefore I cannot go. I cannot do it. I cannot go on all these magnificent trips. I cannot take all these magnificent flights. I just can't do it because that fund is specifically set aside for that. And in one of my programs that I have, I talked about creating multiple streams of income and some of those incomes don't necessarily have to be going into your pockets. Those streams of incomes can be going to a specific fund. And so this is exactly what I mean. So we are going to use your tax funds to set up an emergency fund, a vacation fund, where you can explore and get outside of the realms of your city and see some things that you've never seen and experience some things that you've never experienced. The last thing you want to do is be on your deathbed wishing that you could have, would have, should have. No, you better go while you can, while you are still more than able, and while you have the funds available. So don't be afraid to put away money to do these types of things. Also, you can create a debt-free fund. So everybody has debt. Almost everybody in America has debt. I mean, it's probably like a two or three percent of people that don't have absolutely any debt. Um, and also, all debt ain't bad debt. That's a whole nother topic. But yeah, all debt ain't bad debt. And um, in order to repay your debt, you might want to set aside a whole nother fund for that. And you can use some of your income taxes to do that. You don't have to pay all of your debt off with your income taxes, but you can knock a good portion of it out and then plan at a later date to knock the rest out or set a financial plan up if you have a financial coach or an accountant in your life that can help you structure that. But I would definitely recommend that you have multiple separate funds apart from your regular funds so that you won't have to dibble and dabble and that if you use all of these funds up over here then you won't have any funds up over there one thing that i said when i started making money in my business is that i would never ever 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 be broke ever again after coming out of a homeless situation i said i would never ever allow myself to get to the very last dime of my money ever again that i will always have my money spread across different funds different streams and different avenues it's never good to put all of your eggs in one basket so with your vacation fund or your emergency fund or your debt-free fund it doesn't necessarily have to be in just your regular old checking account um, doesn't have to even be in that same bank you can have multiple accounts in different banks i do and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Actually, what it does is help you create discipline and it helps you create um, a lot of control in your life. Because if you are going into one account and you're seeing all of your funds available, you're like, shoot, well, I got all of those funds available. But if you go to um, put your emergency fund or your debt-free fund or your vacation fund in a whole separate account that you don't necessarily look at every day, that you're not spending out of every day, then you'll be more likely to touch those funds and you'll allow those to automatically build up over time. You can have it set up to where a certain part of your checking account uh, transfers to this other bank account in these other areas. 
so that it can just automatically do it and you don't even have to think about it on a weekly or monthly basis outside of you setting it up with your tax refund and depositing the money in there that way in order to keep growing it and maintaining it and scaling it then you can go ahead and do it that way so that you don't even have to worry about it because a lot of times you're like oh well i want to save this amount a month or i want to save that amount a month but when you get your check or whenever you make your money from your business or whatever it is that you make your money from then you like well shoot i need to buy x y and z so i don't think i'm gonna save this month no the devil's a lie in the name of jesus you still need to be saving so in order to do that just go ahead and do the automatic transfer and have it all set up so it'll all transfer over automatically you won't even have to worry about it. you won't have to do it manually so therefore you won't be able to say well hey i don't think this month this month i'm gonna skip this month or this that and the other so your funds and your places that you have set your funds will automatically be generating more income into them okay all right so make sure that you are setting aside some amount of your tax refund now i just gave you three ideas as far as different funds that you can set up you don't have to set up all three of those funds but i do definitely recommend that you set up one of those funds and that main one being the emergency fund because you never know when something is going to come up and you don't want to have to always have to borrow from people or borrow from a bank you can borrow from yourself <laughs> you are the lender not the borrowers okay Hey girl, hey, I'm your host Tia Pew. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Tia Pew Talks the Podcast. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat at Tia Pew Talks. Listen, if you want to be a part of my morning man of prayer call, be sure to text at TP Talks to 81010 to join the VIP text line where you will receive all the information to join the call on Mondays. You'll also be able to send in your request prior to the prayer call so that your name and your request can be mentioned on the call. Also, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform that you are on so you can get notified of every new episode as soon as it hits the press. If you have any questions, be sure to email us info at taputalks.com. Let me leave you with this. Never underestimate what God can do in your life. If you just step out, believe wholeheartedly and move forward, he can do miraculous things through you and for you. That's straight from your girl. TFU. I love you all so very much. I hope and pray that this has inspired you, impacted you, and pushed you closer to where God has called you to be. Until next time, peace.